Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brandon, I'm doing good. You sound slightly better. Slightly better. Feel feel much better. Start, starting to feel back to normal. Turn, for the, turn in the corner. Ready for this week to be done. Now I just need everyone else in the house to get their act together. I'm is supposed to be on a morning drive next week. Wow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty anxious about my voice not being back in time. I'll just be there staring at the camera. I mean, I'm not like a TV person, so I still get anxious about that stuff. But it could get dicey if I have no voice. They might, they might quarantine you. They might say, we don't want you to come get the whole set sick. A friend of ours said, you should, I should have gone down this week and just sat in a recliner, just sweating <laughs> with the fever, shouting out like insane takes about, you know, Whatever, just just really off the wall takes, which would have been good programming in my estimation. But either way, how are you doing in Chicago? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, you yeah. know, it snowed. I got I got some shoveling in today. <clears throat> oh yeah, good. Yeah, I haven't done any shoveling this year. No shovel. It's been a wonderful winter. Were you thinking about Gary Nicholas while you were shoveling? If yeah. he'd ever shoveled, <laughs> age old question. It's a good pull. Yeah. I uh I I was I was a little bit I was thinking about that. He's back, you know, back as a pro golfer. Just wondering, you know, how excited from, are you for the Cavs? They made a big move this this uh, today. I'm not excited about the Cavs at all. They just, went out and got Andre Drummond. You know, put together <sighs> one of the most awkward uh, lineups in basketball. They're just embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing them. You know, Dan Gilbert. You know. <laughs> bless his heart he spent a lot of money but he does not know how to run a franchise he's just got to stick with area 313 in the rocket mortgage classic we need him to not be meddling so much so how about you the bulls do anything notable nothing 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 at all right we don't we can't do anything because we don't have anything to do anything with (laughs) start man i don't want to laugh but yeah as soon as i start laughing i cough all right uh uneventful trade deadline day though right pretty uneventful unless you're really into marcus morris everything happens in july these are always just like these kind of ancillary pieces and buyout guys you know oh there's that d'angelo russell deal but i don't think that's a big deal i guess yeah i think it was a good deal for the warriors but Okay, so you're back. You're back out of California in Chicago. I'm back in Chicago. Yeah. Shoveling snow. Excited about see Brooks take on uh, on course interviews. You know, <clears throat> and the questions asked in on course interviews. What do you mean? So he uh, he went he uh, he told uh, yeah yeah yeah. But why? What? When's he getting that? He's out. He's out of Europe, right? 
Yeah, but he told Martin Dempster of the Scotsman that he he was he was really up mad about what happened to McDowell. You want to Brooks, hear what he said? Brooks, yeah, I saw it. Brooks's selective rage about things is sometimes. Well, this I, mean, I think he makes a good point. Well, you're Mister Interview. You want to ask these guys about fruit? Well, but he Beer talked pot. about he doesn't want to talk about the difficulty of the holes ahead or what just happened. He said, yeah. "I'm focused on one shot at a time." He didn't say I didn't want to talk about what my favorite fruit was. That's you know, true. What That's animal I would be if I was reincarnated? You know, these types of questions are what <laughs> you should be asking that. the guys. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I... he says he won't do it. <laughs> won't take interviews. That's fine. It's within his right. I know Justin Thomas has said the same. I don't think Tiger would do it. Rory might. I don't know. Um, it is. What was his point? Like, it doesn't happen in any other sports. Why should we have to do it? Yeah. But they do it in other sports. Usually it's coaches. Coaches. It's coaches. Right? Yeah. Popovich, you know. Rarely players. Um, or like Sabin coming off the field, just, you know, chewing some young reporter out for, you know, just no reason. Some poor block on a punt that happened 70 minutes ago. Um, so, all right. Yeah, yeah. I had no reaction to that. Is that a controversial stance? Why are you bringing that up? I just liked it. I, I read it, and I liked it. I liked what he said. So do you he, not he, want on-course interviews, or do you no, not care? I, I, I would love on-course interviews, but he <laughs> attacked the exact point that should be attacked. The questions are terrible. They're terrible yeah. questions. If you get like, there's nothing they're gonna say that's gonna lend anything to the broadcast. Sure, sure. All right, let's get to uh, get to some early early scores here from around the world of golf. At Pebble Beach, we have uh, Yoshi out in front. Nick Taylor, eight under par at uh, Monterey Peninsula. He, he played his first round. Shot a sixty three. He, so, did you see that he has updated his uh, Twitter yes. bio that says he's one of the top five Mario Kart players in the in the world? You think we had anything to do with that? I, I mean, we know. brought that fact. Let's not give ourselves. Too I'm much not. Time. I'm not. But I mean, we're trying to pump him up. We're we're these. We're just small voices in the corner, but we're going to be as loud a hype man as we possibly can. Yeah, I mean, and that was the fun fact we found about Nick Taylor. It seems like we need to. Uh, we needed to get back to that. We we haven't hyped up any journeymen in a while. Let's start doing that again. Between my illness and the calendar flipping over, year in review, like let's get back to uh, spotlighting some lesser names or uh, not lesser. Lesser is such a dehumanizing word, but the but names maybe you're not as familiar with. So, um, Nick Taylor out in front, eight under. Patrick Cantlay, Seifert. HV3, Richie Wierinski, also in the mix. So just, I mean, this is a birdie fest. You got you to gotta post. A, you know, it was interesting. Phil said, it was among many other distressing quotes that he had in his, I watched this whole press conference while I was in the carpool line the other day, school. Um, he said it's really firm and fast there, more yeah. so than usual, and it's not going to rain the whole time. But it's not. It's, it it's hasn't fine. rained very much this uh, this year. Out there in the, and this is a rainy season. Sure. And uh, yeah, Zach had texted me and said that spyglass, he was like, spyglass screens are insanely firm. 
So, uh, but I mean, it, rough you know, short, rough still short though, because it's the celeb, you know, the hit and giggle. Sure. So sure. they got to get those guys around. It, it might be if if it you know if things are firm, it'll slow down more and play right into the hands of uh, my man. I see ninety four players at even or better. So still, still plenty of mid sixties rounds out there. Who's your man, Jay Day? Jay Day, Mister All see, Day. You see who he's paired with? First three rounds. No. It's just a mind-boggling pairing. A winner last year on tour. Can you guess? Just very out of out of J Day stratosphere that you're not used to seeing him play with. Hmm. I'm gonna scan real quick. Don't don't cheat. I'm don't not cheat. cheating. I'm just looking at who's in the field to get a, an idea. <clears throat> His uh, agent is a friend of the program. I that doesn't help me at all. What? I don't I, I don't remember who agents rep. Maybe he didn't oh, he might not have won it last no, he won it last year. The Barbasol winner. Ty- Tyler Duncan, I was no. gonna guess. Jim Herman. Hermie. <laughs> Playing with Jay Day. Such an odd, odd pairing. That jumped off the page to me. No disrespect to Jim Herman. I'm just like <laughs> you know. Jay Day. Jay Day's Jay fallen a long way, you know? Really? Yeah. He's he's barely in the top fifty in the world. Is that right? That's yeah. not right. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. He's 46 in the world. He did win the challenge, Japan Skins, presented by whatever. I don't know that he got I mean, world ranking points for that. His last top five was at the Masters. Yeah, that's no good. But he uh, he played well today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four under, 67 at uh, Monterey. So he's T12. I just I, I thought the Herman pairing was a little odd. That's all. Um, any other pebble thoughts? You know, I'm uh, just excited. I, I like watching pebble. I was say Saturday. I like when they show the other courses. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. It's just, it's one of the best golf course stops. Well, they don't for, really show the other courses. No, they don't. But that's the issue. It's like, it's so choppy that you're like, I have no idea what hole this, there's what hole this could, you're, be what course you're on you just know you're not a pebble anymore because they just really crowbar it in there so the, that they really got to get shot link and stuff up at these it's places. crazy billion dollar billion dollar organization not profit not for profit of course but how do they not have they need to just get the lasers out there i, I just don't get it it's a professional golf tournament. It just makes it so hard to follow the tournament when it's on three courses. The yeah. telecast is on one. And then, yeah. like, you don't even get shot. You don't even know where guys' balls are going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so while we're on subject of Pebble, Jordan Spieth is T44. Yeah. Shot, shot a two under 70. I got a, uh, a nice DM from Miller McEachran with a prompt for us. I know this is a crazy take. That's the perfect way to start your message. I know this is a crazy take, but with David Duvall in the field, side note, I think DD was... Uh, he had a rough day. DFL, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 12 over 84. Sorry about that for DD. 
Uh, with David Duvall on the field, it made me think, is Jordan Spieth on the same track as David Duvall? I know Spieth has a few more majors, but the quick rise to number one, the mediocre golf after three years of dominance. What say you? I don't know that Duvall had that success at, you know, so soon like Spieth, but I guess you could, you could. Yeah, Duvall, they, Duvall, it, I, it, it's funny that we got this message about Duvall because he, he's a integral per, player in our flashback Friday. Oh, I can't wait for that. So I, I don't know if the comparison's really one-to-one there. Maybe yeah. they were both top of the world for a, I, I still think Jordan Spieth's not like done. He's 26 or whatever. I, I don't think he's washed up. I, he'll, and, and he's not like, he's not in the smiley territory. It's kind, It's pretty similar given the eras. Like, to smiley? Know, no, no. No, I'm Duvall. saying to Duvall because, right. you know, if you consider the era, like Duvall was yeah. like a phenom for the era. I mean, this was an era that. Rory Sabatini was a phenom because he almost <laughs> won his rookie year at That's 24. True. You know, yeah. golf got younger. Um, I would say, I don't know. It's, it's not a terrible take. It's not a terrible comparison in that they're both at the very top of the game. And maybe it was just a real fleeting stretch of power. I don't know. I think it's a pretty good take. I got something else. Uh, Kyle think Speed is as lost as Duvall. Eh, no, 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 no. We'll, really we'll, we'll get into that. All right. Okay. Who's who's Kyle? He said you have something from Kyle. Kyle M. This <laughs> is right. a little late. This is on fee now. Okay. This is uh curiosity got the best of me. So I dug into Tony Finau's top 10 stats. <clears throat> Here you go. Within two shots after round three, 11 times within three shots after round three, 13 times. Within four shots after round three, 16 times. So those are all of his top tens, right? Mm-hmm. So within two shots going into the round four, he he lost 1.4 strokes uh, on average. Within three shots, 1.3. Within four shots, 1.4. When he was outside four shots, he gained an, an astounding 1.6 shots on the field. Fourth fourth round scoring average within four, 69.8. Fourth round scoring average outside four shots from the lead, 67.3. Is that abnormal? I don't know. That is the question. Don't don't guys generally, you know, go lower if they don't really have a chance to win on Sunday? Or is that just a phenomenon with no statistical evidence that I'm... Could he, right could he be a rich man Streelman? That's true. I'm thinking. It's a billionaire version of Streelman. Oh, man. I mean, let's be honest. Like, a lot of this is time and circumstance. Like, he's gotten beat by some, like, really, you know, how many times have been, what could you call out, out and out chokes? Like, I don't know if there are that many chokes. It's just because know. he's in the this- top 10 so much. The like waste the management, he just didn't get it done. Didn't putt on 18 twice. Well, and, he, and he just didn't get it done. That was well, yeah, a tournament. He was, bad. he was bad on the front nine. You're right. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think the other thing that goes overlooked is that the fourth round is 25%. Like, it's, you know, it's hard to string together four great rounds. 
So if you're in near the top, you've probably done three three great rounds, and sure. it's really hard to sh- shoot four straight great rounds. But right, right. definitely something there. All right. Uh, anything else on Pebble while we're on the PGA Tour? You done? I'm done. I do have to say, I think I got uh, featured groups. Oh, yeah, Friday. Harrington and RCB on the fan vote Friday. I don't know over who. And then Herman, Jimmy Herman, Jason Day will be featured on Friday. Wow. There you go. Look at that. All right. uh, Let's move on to the European tour and LPGA. On the European tour, we have uh, these all change because we're overnight in Australia. Bacon doesn't like that we do this. What do you think about that? What doesn't he like? He doesn't doesn't like uh, that we talk about scores from (laughs) 25% of an event. Listen, we're talking for three fucking days a week on Friday. We got to start with the framework, Shane. I mean, I, we need something to talk about. Throw, throwing stones. You know, I mean, man, I man, man living in glass house throws stones. I always understand the inanity of it. We don't try to dwell on the freaking scores. It just gives us some names to talk about here. I'm jumping off point going into the weekend. Some we're not good, talking about names at the top of this. We're not talking about talk the about. shots for God's sakes, Shane. All right. Jeff Ogilvy's involved. Yes. 10 under par through two rounds. Is he done with his second round? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Flanagan too. <laughs> Former USAF champ. That's right. He might have more wins on the web tour than anybody else in history. He hit one off the, off the he actually won when he hit a horrible hook and it hit off the grandstand and bounced back onto the green have you seen at that what? highlight at on the a, amateur or no what? at a web no. event no i don't remember he that. was coming down 18 he won i was gonna say there are no grandstands at the amateur but, yeah you know that's pure no fans golf type walk the fairways flanagan won web? He won an event. He on the 18th green. He hit just an atrocious mother hook. Just it was ugly, and it bounced off the grandstand onto the green. I believe. Oh I don't know God. if he won. I don't know if he made the putt or what. But he. I mean, it went from being he was going to be 30 yards left of the green. How long ago are we talking? It, it was in the mid 2000s. Okay. So a long um, time ago. One more reader submission, just about how this is at the 13th Beach Golf Course. Yes, I botched that. There's the creek course and then the beach course. This is from Alex Franklin, another friend down under. He says, uh, it's on the Bellarine Peninsula, not the Mornington. It gets its name from a beach over the dunes on the Bass Strait, a few kilometers from the famous Bells Beach. Interestingly, the 13th Beach got its name from the par three 13th hole at Barwon Heads Golf Club next door, which is a golden age 1920s top 20 in Australia. So this host course this week is named after a beach that is named after a par three on another golf course. How about got that? Little, little kind of... Fact of the day. Yeah, he goes, that's your fact of the day. So thanks to Alex. It's a... Yeah, 13th Beach Golf is about... Named after a beach that's named after a golf hole on another course. How about that? Kind of, uh, it's like my cousin's sister's friend's brother, and that's how you got to the, the string, you know. Um, Ogilvy, Ogilvy told me uh, 
a couple weeks ago. He's more motivated about golf than he's been in a long time. Does that mean, is that, could that be strong motivation or just more than zero? I think strong motivation. He wants to play in the, he wants to play in the U S open. Yeah. Wants to go to Winfoot. He wants to get back in there. Maybe he takes Phil's special exemption that he refuses, I guess. That would be um, great. Since he did deny Phil that, that championship. I, I saw Ogilvy wrote a thing for LPGA.com just about how completely opened his eyes th- yeah. that there should be more mixed events. And he said, watching like women hit a hybrid, it's like they're trying to hit it like inside 15 feet. I'm just trying to hit it on the green. How different it has been to watch both. So He's a thoughtful guy. Yeah. Well thought out guy too. Well thought out. Sure. Uh, so, so those scores all change and, you know, Shane Bacon can clue us in on the updates when, when we have them. Yeah, maybe he could tweet out updates on Friday morning for us. <laughs> That'd be great. On the women's side. Here we go. Ayan Cho. I probably didn't get that right. Ayan Cho leads, uh, but 10 under tied with Linnea Strom. That'll all change as well. So, um, any thoughts on the uh, Vic Open, the Handa Vic Open? I, I didn't get to watch it last night. I was really tired from my hefty travel yeah. and uh, fell asleep. But I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay, good, good, great event. Ha- Haley Moore had a great first round. I yeah, she. I think she had a 66. Yeah. I don't know that I love her getting like Tiger Tracker treatment. Like, if she's okay with it, fine. But like. I'm seeing like round recaps just on Haley Moore and a lot of like, I don't know, a little too much attention. Let her be. Let her. It's her first start. Let her be. It feel, unless she's fine with it, then cool. And wants the platform, cool. But it was just a little odd to see like a shot by shot recaps of Haley Moore's round with everyone that's in the field. So, um, all right. What else do we got here? Corn Ferry, Columbia, the homegrown kid. Camille Vajegas leads seven under sixty-four over Dylan Wu. Uh Eric Cole. I'm sorry, they're all they're all even at seven under. Hey, Eric Cole. Do you remember Eric Cole? Mm, the hockey player? No, I don't. I, I think I it, he it, I forgot what it was. It was like hottest player of the month or something, player of the month. We did on the minor league golf tour. Or something? We did player of the month or something for something, and and I dominate Eric Cole. He was dominating. He's tearing it up on the minor league tour, and wow. it's translating. Here he is. Yeah. Is this on two courses? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he shot a sixty-three, seven under. So that's the Columbia champion, Bogota championship. Bogota. Bogota. I can't pronounce Bogota. I have no voice. I'm not going to like try to do anything with flair right now okay. and really hit the high notes. I, th- I don't uh, think that was flair. It's just, you know, how... Bogata, Bogata championship. Don't give me shit right now. All right. Uh, why are you laughing? There's no A after the G. Bogota. It's Bogo, like buy one, get one. And then top. Bogota. <laughs> Not Bogota. I, what are you Bogota. talking about? Bogota. Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. Maybe right. it's just your voice. 
I'm almost, yeah, I don't know what you're getting at right now. <clears throat> I better correct that if I'm saying it wrong. All right. Uh, any, let's get to uh, distance report reaction. All right. Real quick. DJ Real- said 18 pages. Well, he didn't even get, he just read the summary. He's like, I can't read that. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Such so he a great, great response. I love it. <clears throat> Pretty best, good. Maybe the best response. Paul Casey. Oh. Golf courses became longer because golf developers said if we can make the golf courses longer, we can get four more houses on that hole, two more on that hole, etc. That's more money. So golf course real estate is what's to blame for the predicament that we're at distance. Can't wait for the first uh, Paul Casey golf course design. <laughs> um, Phil. Uh This is just splendid. He had a lot to say. I struggle with some of our governing bodies. I struggle with it because we're the only professional sport in the world that is governed by a group of amateurs. And that leads to some. Can we stop right there? Questionable directions that we go down. Yeah. Did. uh, I wish that we had people that. Did Adam Adam Silver play NBA basketball? No, I, I it's it's a faulty point. I know. Did Gary Bettman play in the NHL? It's people always fall back did, on this. Did Roger Goodell play play in the NFL? This is yeah, it's not great. I mean, same similar like you could say for refs or officials, you know, like governing the game. Like, does every NBA ref have to have been an NBA player when you're governing the game or, or officiating the game in real time? It's like, it's this, I struggled. Phil made this point about Brandel. He said like Brandel, like wasn't allowed to make the points he makes because he only won once. Like some of these jocks and, and it happens in all sports is like the best analysis comes from the guys who are like hall of famers. And that's just not never the case. Like the best thinkers are the best thinkers. The best commentators are the best analytical minds, whether they're stats, maybe he didn't play golf or football. Like, that, th- do you think is- like do you think DJ would be the best person to ask about you know the what's wrong with Jordan Spieth? But no, of course not. <laughs> so by the like, way, that, that kind of debunks some of that. This isn't meant to be a defense of the USGA necessarily. It's just a picking apart of Phil's point is terrible. Like USGA might have some people who shouldn't be making rules. It's not necessarily like, but but his point. It has no 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 water can carry no weight. So um, elsewhere, what else did oh, it say? Yeah. I also don't feel that you should punish the athletes for getting better. I don't think that we have had massive equipment changes. I what repeat? I don't think that we have had massive equipment changes. We have just had athletes that have been able to take advantage of the equipment more so than in the past. And I hate to see that discouraged. You look at what Bryson has done getting in the gym getting after it. And now you're talking about trying to roll it back because he has made himself into a better athlete. So I don't know if I agree with that. I, well, like let's first talk about better athlete or better golfer, because it's yet to be seen if Bryson's a better golfer because he got himself into right. the gym. Phil right. has gotten himself into the gym and has started hitting bombs and has become a worse golfer. He talked a lot about that also in his press conference, almost maybe in direct rebuttal to your point from 
Palm Springs. Just saying, like, it all has to start with speed. I know, like, my game is not sharp in other places, but if I'm start, if I have no speed, I'm not. I can't even start. I can't even start to compete with the young players. She's like, I have to have the speed. Then I'll go from there. Work on everything else. So I don't know. He talked about that at length. Um, I should say after he said all this. He then also added, I also don't really understand the whole scope of how it affects the game and how it affects agronomy and golf courses and so forth. So I'm not sure I'm the best one to really comment on it. That's, after the, that's the best thing. Is I Part of me doesn't even think he read the report because if you read the report, it goes into detail so much on that. And if, you read, if he read the 100-plus page report, he would he would know a lot about how it affects the game and the agronomy and everything. Right. Because right, that's all right. in the report. So I actually don't think he read the report. No, I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he didn't. Phil's not doing that. I, I also love that he says there haven't been technological <laughs> advances. The guy came into the, when he started playing pro golf, they were using persimmon fucking drivers. Yeah. And wild balls. That, I don't think that we have had massive equipment changes. What, what is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's ridiculous. It yeah, he he's all over the place, Phil. But then adds, I, I don't know the scope of it. I'm not the best one to comment on it. I get. All right, so so while we're on the subject of these pros feeling like they should govern themselves, and you know, Phil feeling like this report isn't, I don't know, isn't. Is too is targeting of him and people like Bryson who work to get better. Let's talk about the PGA Tour's response. So, the tour's initial response was like, "We are close partners. We're going to work about next steps, process, next steps, process, all that." Rex Hoggard had a separate comment. Have you read this or seen? No, this? I haven't seen it. It's not great. <clears throat> so, however, this is from Rex Hoggard, Hoggard article. Asked specifically if the tour considers increasing distance gains a problem, a spokesman for the circuit offered a slightly less sanitized version. Quote, the PGA Tour will continue to work with the USGA and RNA in monitoring trends. At this point, we feel today's game is more exciting than ever for our fans, and the integrity of the competitions are intact. We still... We still see they, a diverse cheating and illegal drivers. Yeah. Yep. Integrity. <clears throat> we feel today's game is more exciting than ever. So they equate, you know, the, the word exciting is terrible, but we're just getting started here. Quote, we still see a diverse set of winners on the PGA tour and our examination of the data reveals that the skills involved in winning a PGA tour event remain largely unchanged. Is that accurate? The skills involved in winning? I mean, I mean, you have to shoot the low score, but it, it like to say that the game hasn't changed is just like your chance to win. You need to be bombing it. Like your chances to win are you know exponentially better if you're a longer hitter now. So, but we are carefully reviewing the findings and the distance. And the, yeah, so we see it. It's interesting. Our game is more exciting than ever. We still see a diverse set of winners. I mean, they're 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 out. idiots. Because Kevin Na won Colonial. Like, how? What are they getting at with diverse? They, they're like just so far up their own ass. 
with this like their game is is getting less interesting every year it's not good yeah it's not like, interesting remember like remember firestone a couple of years ago we had like just an unbelievable leaderboard and everybody Justin was Thomas. just like oh yeah. my god this is so boring because it's yeah. like every guy plays the exact same way you know it's just like hit it far hit a wedge onto the green and see who makes a putt it's a putting it's really like everybody everybody dogs putting but in but like everybody hits it really good that's on the leaderboard and then it's like whoever hits wedges and putts better it's like you don't we don't see somebody separate themselves very often with like tremendous towering long iron shots because nobody hits long irons anymore it's just like the yeah. game the the things that make crowds so excited just don't exist as much they so, aren't as prevalent like nobody ooze and ahs at drivers people oh, watch yeah. what like love when the ball moves and and when they hit unbelievable recovery shots and that that wedge that zips back from 15 feet that goes 15 feet long and zips back guess what when was the last time you saw a wedge zip off the front of the green oh yeah that's because the ball doesn't spin anymore <clears throat> you know like I like distinctly remember even back to like 2013 when Jordan Spieth came on tour. He like struggled with wedge with spin control a little bit. Sometimes he spin the ball too much off the fronts of greens. Um, well, and- here's what I, here's what I'm challenging. They're talking about more. You you, you want to go? You have more to say? I, I don't, don't want to cut you keep off. Going. I, They're talking about a game is more exciting than ever, but so many of their events you just never. Their ratings aren't better either. We, we do that year in review and I'm like, I don't remember anything about this event. Like their most exciting event last year that they oversaw was probably the president's cup. And that's different. It's not apples to apples. It's match play, but some of that was the course and the play. Like I would say their most exciting event. Was it when it, Tyler Duncan won? <laughs> of the regular season in the last four or five years. Like I think you have Ricky at the players it was legitimately exciting. I think Spieth's hole out at the Travelers was a great one. You know, the bunker shot. Like, I just, there aren't, there haven't been, and this is just, I mean, part of this is they don't have the majors. Like, we remember the majors more. I, like, I don't know what he's talking about, whoever this is talking about, that it's more exciting than ever. I feel like more of their events are just kind of ships passing in the night than ever before. Yeah. I mean, they're all, I mean, we talk about this too much, but yeah, but the the I don't know. I guess it, right. it, to a certain extent, they have to say that they're the game's more exciting than ever because they're trying to actively go out and sell. They would, you know, that's one of the things here is that you sure. can't say like the game's messed up and then like renew sponsors or sell new sponsors. Um, but I actually believe that they believe this, which is the problem because. It, it's just yeah yeah all right let's get to news which is some of this also in news um we have bryson makes the sports illustrated fittest athletes in the world list there what? are 25 men 25 women who do you pay I, to get on that i started doing a little digging it's just some sponsored thing sports illustrated probably sold it it's like brought to you by like vitamin shop they got like three panelists He's on there with all these like track stars and like amazing Olympians and athletes. And he's the only golfer on there, Bryson DeChambeau. He's 24th on the men's list. 
He's got to be not, like, not Camille Vijaga. Vijaga. He could win the Masters, and I don't know that it would. I think it would run her up to this. This is such vindication, validation of everything that he. You know, I think he's on it just because they had some like three person panel, and they see that Bryson like posts a lot about uh, on Instagram. There's no like, what, what are we talking about? Yeah, he's really fit. I'm sure he's very fit. He's worked on his core. This is not the dog Bryson, but like. I, I don't understand that. I think it was just sponsored content. Vitamin shop. We're going to make a fit, fittest athletes list and we got to find a golfer. Here's a guy who posts a lot about working out now. But he's going to be, this year's a, you know, unqualified success no matter what happens from here on out. Got to be loving that. Um, other news from Phil's uh, press conference. He will absolutely not accept a special exemption to Wingfoot. Has no interest in it. What do you think of that? I mean, he equated it to sympathy. He thinks it's sympathy, and I don't want it. We'll see what happens when it comes to it. Also, said he would contemplate playing a couple Champions Tour events to play out to help out his friends out there. But when asked about the U.S. Senior Open, he says, "I have no interest whatsoever in that." USGA. I think this is just all USGA stuff. I think Phil. I think Phil thinks he's not going to win the U.S. Open. And he just never wants to deal with the USGA again. And I think like this whole special temporary thing would like have to have him come back into the fold, like when he's not otherwise qualified. I, I think there's that's like real, real hatred there. Yeah. Like, real hatred. So extraordinary hatred. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought it was an odd take. Like I will not accept it. So uh, I wonder if that's ever happened. Somebody's turned it down. All right, let's get to flashback. That does it for news. Oh, flashback. You ready? Yeah, Your teeth right. double D, David Duvall's fall from grace. I'm anxious. I I, I didn't go too deep into Good. David Duvall's this fall is another from grace quick is like a, that's that's ours. Well-known story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. All right, we're going 2010, Pebble Beach. Is this Phil Tiger? No. No. Phil one. Phil one, though, right? No, DJ won. DJ B- back oh, to of back. Course. Of course, DJ won oh nine oh ten uh, ten, and then yeah. blew it off the face of the earth at the U.S. Open a few weeks, few yeah. months later. A few few months later, he sh- he takes a three shot lead in the final round, shoots eighty one. Everybody right. was proclaiming him the king of Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, I remember that. Yeah. Um. So he shoots. Uh. So he wins the second second year in a row. Shoots a final round seventy four. To Whoa. beat. Duvall and the pace car by one shot. Oh so, my god! Look what, at that threesome. What what popped off the page was David Duvall here, which was why why I dove in. Yeah. Um, so the guy that was the closest to actually winning was uh, was Paul Goidos. He was him and DJ were dueling it out. They traded the lead three times in the final round. Wow. Unfortunately, Mister Bach Turtleneck. Made a quad coming home. Oh, that's a shame. He, he Goidos a- is a squat little senior tour player and the mock turtleneck. DJ's probably got like the big sideburns and the soul patch at this point. Just a real contrast in the appearances and styles. Yeah. So he so he made a nine on hole fourteen. 
Nine on oh Jesus. So DJ did? No, Goidos. Yeah. Okay. This is when I mean that green I mean at the US Open, wasn't it like, you know, people thought it was unplayable. So his Goidos' chip from thirty-six yards, his fourth shot skipped over the green and bounded down a hill. Right. It took him two tries to get the ball on the putting surface, and then he three putted for a nine. His quote after was, it wasn't like I didn't try on all three, all nine shots. The ninth <laughs> one, I really wasn't all that excited about. That was a good quote. Good attitude. Good good quote. So uh, DJ's, DJ's 74 was the highest final round by a Pebble Beach champion since Johnny oh. in 94. Well, blowing or something? No, it wasn't even that hard. There are all these players talking about like, it wasn't that hard. It was just nobody played well. Okay. Um, so DJ became the first uh, twenty or the first player since Tiger Woods. He was twenty five. First player since Tiger Woods to come out of college and win in each of his first three years on the PGA Tour. Okay. I mean. Didn't it go to like eight or something? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. He won. I mean, he's he might still be going. Yeah, uh, I think he missed a year, but yeah, it was a while. But then they started toying with it, like saying seasons. PGA Tour started playing some of that. Oh, yeah, they have a way to doctor things. Screwing around with that. I mean, so. Tiger's going to be heading to Mexico where he's won like seven times. <laughs> That's right. Wait, who was the club he joined as winning right out of college? It was. It was. Phil. No, it was, I don't know. It just Three, said, right, first player on. since Tiger. Since Tiger. Okay. Uh, so Duvall, second place. So DJ birdied eighteen to win. Okay. So I mean, up and down out of the bunker, away, uh, away from the uh, non up and down out of the bunker, away from uh, Duvall being in a playoff. Playoff with DJ. God. So so at this point, Duvall's last win was the uh, 2001 Dunlop Phoenix Open. What? That, I mean, that is his last win. Nine years at this point, and not a PGA Tour event. Yeah, so his, his last PGA Tour sanctioned win came at the Open. <clears throat> okay. So that okay. Open was 2001 also. Right, right. So... um it was it was his first time shooting four rounds in the sixties since the two thousand one Buick. And Which he was Buick? he was playing on um a sponsor's exemption. So since the open win, he had only posted five or so since two thousand two or two thousand one. Yeah. Since two thousand one, since the Dunlop Phoenix. He yeah. had only posted five top tens. With only one since 2002. Wow. So just, what what was he in the field? Why is he in the field this week? Just like. It's probably a sponsor exemption. Past champion here. Sponsor. That was another thing, by the way. And Phil's an idiotic press conference. They asked him, like, why do you come here? So, like, why do you love it? Like, is it because it's Pebble? It's like amazing course. You've won here so much. Like, obviously, your grandpa was a caddy here. You got a family history. Like, they're like, why do you keep coming back and enjoy it? It's like, it's like business interests. So he said, 
it's like I find it really like useful for staying connected with like a lot of decision makers in the game and playing with like these amateurs who are like titans of industry. It's like, oh, that's just warms the heart. Great, great response there. Anyways, continue on. Sorry. I, I just thought that was such a fill answer. Um, it's a great fill answer. So after 36 holes, he was the leader, Duvall. And he said, it's difficult for me to sit here and explain it over and over again. I feel like I've been playing well. I don't feel like I've gotten anything out of it for a long time. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> Uh, you haven't gotten, I don't know if you've been playing well or not, but you, whatever you've been playing, you have not gotten a lot out of it. That's accurate, David. So, <laughs> so that's that, a good quote. I love that quote. That's great. So it, he actually did get his card back this year because of the runner-up, and he finished yeah. T6 at the Fries. And that was the only reason he didn't have to go back to Q school. Oh, that's right. He didn't that's really do anything past that, though. So after 2001, he only had eight top tens the rest of his career. After a one? After a one. Career that's still technically ongoing. The year he wins the Open, he's the number three ranked player in the world. Oh, wow. He has, he has yeah, we should eight chill top out tens the, the, rest of the rest of his career. How old is he in 2001, would you say? He probably like 28. Wow. So he's got what we would consider his prime you know, at that golfing he's, at that time or he's golfing. He's 48 prime. right now. So he was 20, 28, 29. <clears throat> 19 years ago. Yeah. God. Eight top tens after he wins the open. Number three in the world. He has eight top tens the rest of his career. Kind of amazing. I think he had like, he, well, not that's after 01. So the year. Yeah, after all, whatever. So he, had, he had like three more. He had 11, maybe 11 top tens the rest of his career. Including this one, the 2010 yeah. uh, Pebble Beach. Uh-huh. All right. Flashback. You good? Got anything else you want to add in? Sprinkle on uh, top. That quote is pretty good. Not getting a lot out of it. It's good. Not getting anything out of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> him, him and Woody Austin should talk. <laughs> that's, that's a fantastic quote. All right, I'm going to start coughing if I laugh any harder. Okay, anything else? Nothing else. All right, I'm ready for this week to be done. Everyone enjoy. Hopefully what? you'll be better on Monday. I hope so, too. Everyone enjoy your Fridays. Get after this weekend. Have a positive, uplifting, enjoyable weekend. Uh, And we will talk to you on Monday.